Hello. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Creative with Lauren LaGrasso, the show where you can make creativity the filter for your entire life and claim the word creative, lessen fear's grip on your life and your choices, and step into the entirety of who you are. And also have a little fun because, you know, we're silly and we like to joke and not take life too seriously, but also super seriously sometimes. <laughs> so, okay. As some of you may know, if you follow me on social media, I am home right now in Detroit, Michigan, the suburbs of Detroit. And I tried to give the people what they wanted. I interviewed my third grade teacher. I was going to do a quicker one because I'm going on vacation next week. And, you know, since I started the podcast, I haven't taken more than one day off. So I'm really trying to take this time, but I want to give you something because I'm a podcast listener. I don't like it when my favorite shows take a week off. So I want to make sure that I give you what you deserve, which is weekly fresh content. So I tried to interview my third grade teacher. I succeeded, but guess what? It wasn't going to happen in 10 minutes. This man changed the course of my life. So it ended up being the normal length of interview and we're going to release it at a later date. So I can't wait for you to hear that one. He had amazing insights and I get super vulnerable in it. I cried at least three times. It was a pretty powerful episode. But then, you know, my other thing I was going to possibly do was interview my parents. And again, I did it. However, you know, I'm a producer. I produce a lot of talent. These two, despite the fact that they've been at every show I've ever done, they've listened to every podcast I've done, all the radio shows and podcasts I produce, they were very difficult subjects. <laughs> And so that's going to take a lot more editing than I currently have time to do. So long story short, we're going to try the interview with my parents again. It just didn't work out last night. I, you know, it's my fault. I should have known as a producer interviewing someone at midnight when their bedtime is usually 10. Um, well, at least for my dad, my mom usually stays up all night, but she keeps falling asleep and waking up and waking up. That's another story for another day. But interviewing someone at that time, it wasn't going to yield the result I wanted. So anyway, we will air an interview with them at some point about raising a creative child because I think it is an important question to ask and an important toolbox to give people because there's no handbook for raising a child in general, but certainly not raising a deeply sensitive kid that just creates their own path. And I think that's all of us really, you know, and my parents did a great job of letting me be myself. So I, I think it's really important insight to share. So we'll get to that. But long story short, you're going to be hearing a whole lot of me today because it's going to be a solo show and I'm going to do a little bit longer version of a creative check-in. So just to paint the picture for you, I'm sitting here in my childhood bedroom right now. Hasn't been updated since 1998. <laughs> It is um, beautiful pink, light pink wallpaper on the wall with flowers. It's a canopy bed. I mean, it honestly looks like a princess bed. Maybe I'll I'll take a photo of it and post it for you. But it brings back a lot of memories. And also, since we are in suburbia, you might hear a lawnmower going outside. Because one thing I've realized is in suburbia in the summer, there's always a lawnmower going. Sometimes little yells of the kids outside playing. It's very comforting. Which brings me to what my creative check-in this week is. And that is, sometimes you just need to go home. And I always say, especially as somebody who lives in LA, if I stay in LA for too long and I don't go home enough, my brain starts melting out of my ear. And 
I know not everybody has a super positive association of where they grew up, but I happen to love Michigan, the state of Michigan. Obviously, I love the people who live here. Some of my best friends are still here. My mom and dad, who are the two most important people to me on earth, still live here. But I just love the state. I love the way it makes me feel. I call my face my Michigan face because my face looks better when I come home. Maybe it's the humidity. I don't know. Maybe it makes me look younger. But as soon as I land, oftentimes I tear up. I just feel at peace. And so I do think every person at some point needs to go home. Maybe you don't require as many home visits as, say, I do. But I think at least once a year, getting in touch with where you're from in some way. Now, that doesn't have to be literal. But I do think even if you had a negative association with where you're from, sometimes coming back to the scene of the crime, while it can be triggering, it helps you kind of trace the lines of your life of how you got to be the way you are and do some healing at the source. I went back to my grandma's house today because my grandma's very sick. She's got a terrible disease called multiple system atrophy and my mom takes care of her. And so recently she was living with us for six years and she lived with my aunt Donna. And finally we moved her back to her house and the caregivers have been going there. And I just, I walked in and I instantly started crying because there were so many memories there. And when both of my parents were working, I would be in that house. And I remember when it would get really cold in the winter, there was a really nice vent in the bathroom. And I would go and sit in front of the vent and I'd watch TV in the family room. And all these memories, these good memories, some of them hard because I missed my parents. I was there too late at night. But everything started flooding back to me. And there were things that I had forgotten about. And as a creative person, like, wow, that was some really great material for songwriting, for talking on this podcast. But also just bringing back those memories made me feel more complete as a human being. We can't remember everything all the time. They're stored in dark passages in our brains. But going through those things, it kind of opened me up in a way that I think I'm in fight or flight so often in LA and I shut that part of myself down. And so walking back into that house just opened up that vulnerable childlike part of me. Here's the other weird thing about Michigan. And I don't know if it's like Motown or if it's just the fact that this is where I first discovered my love of singing and of acting and of all the performance things. Songs just come flooding out of me when I'm home. Could also be that my brain's turned off, but I'm, you know, I have an album coming out this fall. And out of the five songs on the album, three of them were at least partially written in Michigan. So, you know, I've written a lot of songs, but the fact that three of my best were written here is pretty remarkable. So I do recommend if and when you go home that you keep your notebook near you, write down your ideas. If you're a musician, make sure you have your your phone near you because it's so interesting. That always happens to me. I get the best ideas when I'm back home. And like I said, you know, I do think that there's importance in going to a physical place, but home doesn't have to be limited to this is the place I grew up, so I need to go back there so I can rejuvenate my creative self or open myself up emotionally or trace the lines of my life to a problem I had or or a great memory I had or just see the people I love and feel at peace. It doesn't have to be that literal. Home can also be going back to your original love, not not like a love love. I don't want to go back to my original love. That was a disaster. <laughs> 
Although there's lots of memories of him from home too, but we won't go there. It, it could mean like going back to your original creative love. So let's say for me, for instance, actually the first thing I ever did was dancing. I always say dancing is my non, what do I say? Basically, I say dancing is my passion, but not something I'd want to pursue. Like, I just love it. So when I dance, I do have that childlike wonder and get back to myself, and it's a release. Or for me, too, like reading a monologue book, sometimes like just getting back to the acting thing really opens me up, creatively fulfills me, and helps me have – it's almost like a meditation. It helps – me propel myself toward more creative goals because I've done that reset for myself. It could be being with a friend who makes you feel at home. So somebody who you never have to explain yourself to, who, by the way, a lot of times your friends from back home, I put that in quotes because that means whatever back home means to you, are that way. But it's someone you can just sit with, be yourself. You could literally sit in silence and it wouldn't matter because it's just open heart you understand each other. It's that saying, it's like friendship is two souls or one soul dwelling in two bodies. It's so true. Like when I'm with my best, best friends, it just feels like I don't, I don't have to explain myself. You just get me. We laugh, we watch TV and you feel completely rejuvenated versus there's some people, and it doesn't mean they're bad people, but there's some people you'll be around and it just feels exhausting when you leave. So getting around the people in your life who feel like home. But this visit has been incredibly fruitful. And it's been cool because, because I don't know, as you get older, and it might be because there are more days of your life at this point. So time literally feels like it's moving faster because you've had more time under your belt. But I don't even know if that made sense, but it made sense in my brain. So hopefully you could speak Lauren for that minute and figure it out. But It does seem as if every year of life moves a little faster. And it's been nice being back here because for the first time in a long time, I've been able to be present and I feel like time has been moving by slowly, which has been super lovely because, oh man, you know, when you launch a project, you know, I haven't been able to come up for air. And not only that, I launched the podcast, my consulting company, and I'm working on my album. Plus, I have a full-time job producing five shows. And I'm a human. So, you know, I I haven't taken a breath. And with good reason. You have to work hard when you have that many dreams. I don't think that there's any other way I could have done it. There are many days and nights where I had very little sleep. But when you have big dreams, you have to have a big work ethic. And I am a late bloomer in many ways. Yes, I've been working for a long time, but I didn't really discover my path until later in life. So I have to work even harder. It's all doable, but it requires a tremendous amount of work. But with that being said, if you don't take those breaks, then it's kind of impossible to do your best work. The last week I was at work, I really felt my mind slipping. I kept forgetting things. If I didn't have 15 reminders for things written down in my Google calendar, I literally had to start setting alarms, not even like notifications were enough. I had to start setting alarms on my phone to remind me of calls I had to make, of sessions I had to record. So when you're working that much, it's nearly impossible to function properly. Your brain just shuts down at a certain point. It's like, all right, lights out. I'm done. 
thanks a lot, <laughs> but no thanks because you're not helping me. So I'm going to force you to start forgetting things. So you have to take a break and we have to turn our brains off sometimes. And I mean, that's kind of a different conversation, but for me, going home always restores me. Now I'm going to the Bahamas with my dad next week, which is going to be like a different kind of relaxation and fun. But I'm so grateful that I have the opportunity to come home for these couple days because it's been crucial in slowing myself down and getting back to who I really am. Because it's not that I forget that in LA, but as much as I can preach putting self-worth into who you are and your overarching purpose of you know your life thesis statement, not what you do, when you're in the rat race of a big city that's very driven every single day, it's incredibly hard to actually live that. Maybe you remember it, but it's hard to live that. So coming home, I just remember that my worth is in who I am. Nothing else really matters. And I know there's a lot of people in LA who will remind me of that too. And I'm sure wherever you are, you have people in your life who remind you of that. But there's nothing like your hometown. And there's something special about Michigan. The people who live here are good. And they've always seen me and I see them. And I just feel really blessed. I feel blessed to be from Detroit. And so if you feel blessed to be from where you're from and you're displaced in any way and you're feeling overwhelmed and you're getting wrapped up in things that don't really matter, I highly recommend a trip back home to remind you that who you are is more important than what you do. And if home is painful for you, then seek out the people, places, and things that remind you that you matter and that you're a person to be believed in, loved, and cherished. And by the way, it's been really cool to be back here and hear so many people give me good feedback about the podcast. You know, the people that you grew up with want to see you succeed. So go pay them a visit or pay your old creative love a visit or pay that friend who feels like home a visit. And remember the brilliant, beautiful, creative you are. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to follow the show, you can check us out at Unleash Your Inner Creative on Instagram and Facebook at You Are Inner Creative on Twitter. Remember, if you take a screenshot of yourself listening to the podcast, so you don't have to take a screenshot of yourself, take a screenshot of, you know, the, the Apple podcast logo or the Spotify, post it to Instagram, tag at Unleash Your Inner Creative and at Lauren LaGrasso. I'll repost it. And thank you to Liz Full for the show's theme music. You can follow her at Liz Full. Thank you to my intern, Kate Cordova. You can follow her at CordovaKate27. You can follow me at Lauren LaGrasso everywhere. Remember that you are brilliant, beautiful, and I believe in you. Talk with you next week. Bye.